Hey guys, I'm Amy Marco, and you're listening to the Go Let Go podcast. This is a place to talk about finding hope and peace and freedom and even fun, no matter what life brings our way. And guys, there's a reason that I use that phrase all the time, because learning to go and to let go literally wrecked my life. But it's also the phrase that brought me here, and it's the journey that God used to call me to himself. I always remind you that whatever I'm talking about with you here is something that I'm working out in my own heart. So I hope you'll dig in with me and learn alongside me this week. For the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about these treasures that we find in the valley. And I've shared with you a little bit of my story, my own walk through the valley. I showed you a verse that I didn't even know existed until about two years ago. Isaiah 45, where God talks about opening these doors that no one can shut. He talks about smoothing out the rough places and tearing down these barriers that stand in the way. And then he says this, I will give you the treasures of darkness. I was really excited that I started receiving emails from some of you about the valley that you are walking through right now. Or some of you sent emails about the valley that you've walked through in the past. Some of you asked me to pray for people you love who are experiencing really dark times right now. You guys, your words have been coming across my mind all week. And so as we talk about the valley, let's remember so many that we love and some we don't even know yet. And let's watch for them. I think it's important to keep our eyes open for those who need someone else to help them move through the valley. I want to make sure that I make this really clear. I'm not here to make light of the valley. So I don't want you to hear my message about the treasure to be found in the valley and think that I'm trivializing it. I'm not saying pick yourself up, get over it, be strong. I'm just saying I see you. And there is hope no matter how dark it seems today. I'm not cute in the valley. I am dusty and beat down. You guys, I have wrestled with God there. But in those times, he has become so real to me. And that's the treasure that I love to talk about. See, we can run from Jesus or to Jesus in those hard times. Over the last couple of weeks, we've talked about the strength and the safety and the love that casts out fear that Christ wants to offer us when we're walking through these dark times. And another thing that we can find in the dark if we turn our eyes to Jesus is our identity. Now, this is a question that we spend so much of our life trying to answer. Who am I? And I think struggling with this question can lead us to a lot of hard places. Identity is such an important thing to us, especially in our individualistic culture. And the definition of identity is just this, who or what a person is. And this quest to be who or what we want to be, or maybe who and what we think we should be, are a lifetime struggle. The place that we were born defines us. The name on our birth certificate defines us. Our story and our choices define us, and we look at all of these factors in other people too, and then we quickly define them. If we take a look, God speaks so often in his word about identity and what our identity is to be. 
But there's this dichotomy that we find in God's word, and I don't want us to miss it. See, there's two things that would seem to be unrelated, yet they walk hand in hand. God's word spends a lot of time talking about his identity. And in this crazy, almost inexplicable way, the more that we dig in and learn about his character and understand his identity and start to let go, then we begin to see our identity. We begin to understand who we are and what we were created for as we begin to understand who and what he is. We find who we are as we walk with him. You guys, we see this played out all over God's word. And these aren't just Bible stories for the kids. In many cases throughout his word, he was so serious about his people understanding who they were that he would even give them a new name. He changed people's names halfway through their lives so that every single time someone addressed them, they would remember who God said they were now. See, what we discover in these stories is that identity isn't just important to us and the people around us, but also to God. And that's why when we find ourselves in hard times and then we choose to turn our eyes to him, he starts by addressing our identity. Now, we don't think a lot about our name these days in this culture. We just kind of pick names that sound cool with the last name. Or in my case, we tried to pick names that were matchy for our daughters. But back in the day, names were really important, especially in these Old Testament times. In that time, your name identified who you were, or really who you would be since you were named shortly after birth. And if you start to read through the Old Testament, you find babies that were named in joy and babies that were named as a curse to the family. Every single time they heard their name or had to tell someone what their name was, their identity was on the line. But when God walked into their story and showed them who he created them to be, he would literally change their name so that they knew who and what he said they were. I'll give you a couple quick examples, but you guys, this doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. I'm here each week to encourage you to dig deeper. Go look up these stories, find the name changes, take a good look. Trust me, you're going to learn something that you never knew about God before. So we've all heard about Father Abraham, right? You know, the one with many sons. So God switched his name. His name was Abram. And when God promised that he would be the father of those many nations, he changed his name to Abraham. Now, this was really hard for Abe to believe because he had been waiting on that promise for what felt like too long. He was really old and his wife was clearly past her childbearing years. But his new name reminded him as he waited of this identity that God had promised to him. Now, his wife was Sarai. She had a name that meant princess. Now, this girl had even more trouble than Abraham when it came to trusting God. Because when he made this promise, she laughed out loud. But when she laughed, God changed her name from Sarai, which meant princess, to Sarah, my princess. Because he knew that when she saw God's strength in her valley, when she had that son that he promised, then her identity would no longer be the woman who laughed at God's promises. She would grow into Sarah, who God called my princess because she depended on his promises. You guys, there are so many examples of this in God's word. And I would love to tell you all of them, but I'll save it for another day. 
It's just so important to understand that our name, our identity is everything when it comes down to what's really important in life. And the Lord wants you to know who you are, who he created you to be. And it might be your time in the valley that reveals that to you. I want to leave you with this. There are verses all through God's word that tell us who and what God is. Please go find them. Write them down. Keep them in front of you. This is the only way that I know how to get through. He's our creator. He's the one who gives us our next breath. He is the one who holds all things in his hand and wins in the end. He's unchangeable. He's a rock. He's a faithful father. He is perfect and he's holy and he is to be feared. 2 Samuel 22, starting in verse 32, says this, For who is God besides the Lord? And who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and makes my way perfect. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to stand on heights. See, we can know who God is, and he's waiting to tell us who we are. He created us after all, and he just wants us to surrender and depend on him to make our feet stable. Because when our feet are stable, then he can continue to grow us up in our identity and direct the story of our lives in such a way that our life starts to point to him. When someone sees us walking out of a valley and knows that we should have died in the dust there, they won't be able to help but to see that it was only God who could have rescued us out. I love it because it's a crazy twist. Knowing his identity reveals our identity. And then our identity begins to point others back to his identity. And that is where things start to get really exciting. Because you guys, we have a story to live out. One that he wrote long before we were born. Guys, I know we want to stay out of the valley. We like our comfort zones. And we love it when life is smooth sailing, but through time and memorial, we see that true identity is revealed and starts to shine out when we find ourselves face down in the dust of our valley. So let's not hate the valley that we find ourselves in. Let's not give up on the people we love who are in the valley. We are not going to make a tent there and resign ourselves to living in the valley forever. Let's look for the treasure that thing that God is whispering to us, or maybe even shouting in our pain. And then let's reach out for his hand to help us keep moving forward out of that valley. Would you write me today and tell me how I can pray for you this week? You can go to my website, goletgo.org and click on that contact button. Just remember our verse in 2 Samuel, it is God who arms us with strength and makes our way perfect. There is so much hope for us. He's making a way. Suddenly, as we learn how to go and how to let go, we start to unclench those tight fists in surrender, and we find ourselves with free hands. Hands that can serve and love and do things that really matter. And I think if we're being honest, our hands are tired of grasping. I think we're ready to accept something good from God and to hang on tight to His hand because life is going to take us where we least 
expect it. And that's why I'm here to ask both of us, what are we holding on to? What do we need to let go of? And are we really willing to go wherever God leads us as we hang on to him? You guys, we are in good hands. There is always hope and the best is yet to come. As always, I would love to hear from you. You can find me at my website. It's goletgo.org. Click on that contact button to shoot me a message or find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm Amy Marco. Talk to you next time.